Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. I'm Mimi. I'm Kaylee. I'm Lois. And we're ready to ask you guys, but really, how are you? This is our podcast. My name is Mimi. This is Kaylee and Lily too. Welcome to our podcast. But really, how are you? Okay, you guys, so I don't know if y'all noticed, but we are missing one member of the crew, Lily. She's out just on vacation right now, and she'll be back. But this week, I get the pleasure to introduce our special guest, Lois Grace. Um, She is currently working as a nurse right now, and I had the opportunity to meet her about a year ago, just randomly. And ironically, God brought us together Um, And she was applying for the same job at the same place, just a different building. Um, So yeah, I'm introducing Lois Grace. Hey. Hey. (laughs) So I get to ask you, but really, how are you? Ooh, okay. (laughs) How am I? I was talking to Mimi about this earlier, but I just worked last night and surprisingly, I like slept great. Um, I'm like Mm -hmm. wide awake right now. Yay. But like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yesterday at night it was like 1 a.m and i was just feeling nauseous all night and so what happened i was like okay i i'm feeling really nauseous like i might just throw up so i had like the green emesis bags <laughs> you brought like, it home from the hospital <laughs> <laughs> I, I took it to the bathroom at work and i was like okay okay boys guys throw throw up and then i was like i couldn't so i like went downstairs and i was like okay you watch my patients they were all sleeping Praise God, because it was like a really slow <laughs> night. God knew, man. <laughs> knew. My patients, they're they're fun, but they're like all sleeping. I was just like chilling at my desk, like trying not to throw up. So I went downstairs, got like a sprite because there wasn't any ginger ale. Oh yeah. And so I drank it, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that was a mistake. Aww. So I drank it, and I was like, okay, I think now I can throw up. So I went to the restroom with my little emesis bag. Um, and I didn't throw up. I just let out the biggest burp. <laughs> it was like 1 a.m. And like my, like, I feel like it just echoed. Maybe it was just in my head, but it was 1 a.m. Everyone's sleeping. The halls and, are like, quiet. The halls are quiet. And you just hear like the biggest burp. You just hear like rush. a frog, like, rah. Yeah, so, um, that's how it was. But then after that, I felt great. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. That's nice. I, I get, I get. <laughs> so we're all said to not this oh, sorry. Hi. If you know me, I'm burping all the time. Oh, you have the best burps, though. Thanks. You do really. I try to belch. You and Lily have some good burps, man. I don't. I don't really know how y'all can you do burp it. The alphabet. Oh, I can't. I can burp on command. Wow. I'm not going to. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. But I remember, like, I was like talking to someone, and they were like, "Your boyfriend." Whenever you have a boyfriend, they had to be really like manly. I'm like, why? It's like because you're gonna outcompete them. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. But so, hey, uh, those hospital bathrooms. Because I used to work at the same job as Kaylee and Lois Grace, and um, you know, again, we're authentic here. Sometimes a 12-hour shift is long, so if you gotta use the restroom to go number two, you gotta go, and like. You know, I don't want people listening. So what you got to do, and this is tips to anybody who needs to use number two in the bathroom. You just flush. And, like you flush. 
so people don't hear it. <laughs> so that that's how you do it. If you anybody was wondering, you're just gonna hear you flush like five <laughs> times. You think I'm kidding? That's literally <laughs> what I did. You're like, oh, I clogged the toilet. <laughs> but oh, you know, man, I'm so proud of this conversation, guys. Like, <laughs> but you know what's funny though? Like, I remember my coworkers over there. They would just talk about like how they would use the bathroom because. For like healthcare workers, it's normal, mm-hmm. and it's not like, you know, like you see it every day. Yeah. Like you clean it on your patients. Like you can smell it down the hall. Yeah. So it's like, it's a normal thing. Yeah. Just bring the room spray. Yes. Yeah. So for all those people who are in healthcare, <laughs> you got that. That's what you do, so people don't notice. All right. Thanks for letting us share, guys. For us share. <laughs> Great. Alright you guys, y'all know what time it is. It's hot seat. We got Lois Grace up in the hot seat right now. Whoop whoop. Woo. <laughs> I need a little bit more like woo. Like some manpower in this. <laughs> okay. Alright, Lois. <laughs> First question. Describe yourself. Three top qualities and then three worst qualities. <laughs> That's, I like, that's tricky. I like to look at my notes. <laughs> that's okay. The first one is eyebrows. Okay. You do have some good eyebrows. Yeah. So top quality, eyebrows. Eyebrows. Um, I don't know. Like, you ask this question, it feels like I'm in an interview right now. I was like, describe your first three, like, your best three qualities, and then your worst three qualities. <laughs> um, but I put, I think I'm kind. Um, yes, you are. Yes, you are. I like making friends. <laughs> do I like making... I like making people feel welcomed. Yes, um, yes you're really so good at that. that. It's it's been a long ride, ride to get there, but that's one. Um, and I would say my third one, if we're counting out eyebrows, that's the number one. <laughs> I would say I I say yes to being uncomfortable, like not this podcast a little bit. <laughs> but I'm excited. Yay! Yay. <laughs> but like I don't know. I remember I was in Denton and. They're like giving out awards and the ministry I was part of, and they're like most likely to step out of your comfort zone. And I hated that phrase because oh. I was like, I'm not very uncomfortable, but it looks like I'm comfort- uncomfortable apparently. But honestly, I think I remember there's like this like one saying that like not- you can't grow in your comfort zone, mm. and so I try to step out of it as much as possible sometimes, but sometimes, yeah. <laughs> no, but you're really good yeah. at that. I would say, like you you know how to step out of your comfort zone pretty easily whether it came from i think you learned that a lot especially when you went to college mm-hmm. because like oh i've known Lois grace my whole entire <laughs> life and i've seen her grow a lot throughout like you're 23 so throughout the we literally knew each other since baby so yeah. 22 23 years um i've seen her grow and like you do really go out of your comfort zone like who asked someone asked in our group chat it was you, Kaylee, who was asking to go um, skydiving, um, and I, <laughs> I said no, but Lois Grace was like, oh, I'm yeah. so down for that, or no, it was the mud one, it was like the mud Ooh. runner, or mud oh, truck, or Madison put up the mud runner, yeah, the mud runner, the and three I'm, mile one, yes, yeah. and you were like so down for it, I was like, nah, man, I'm good, I don't want to run like that, <laughs> so it's like, you do really push yourself outside your comfort zone and that's how much you that's how you've grown so much Mm -hmm. and it's a gift like in outreach i know you're big in that and she actually helped lead our outreach here in sugarland 
Um, and so that's something like God has grown you in and given you a gift mm -hmm. at. And it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. And then you help push us to get out of our comfort zone. <laughs> like, no. so. <laughs> so I would agree with that too. Yeah. All right. Three worst qualities. Yeah. Uh oh. Huh. Okay. I was like rereading what I wrote. Um, like how I said, like I say yes to being comfortable. Sometimes I say yes too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I was thinking about, uh, was it Samuel or Saul? Anyways, it was like in First Samuel, um, someone in there was like, oh, how, he will say yes to all these battles, but then he would realize that God's not the one he should, mm -hmm. he did ask God to say if he should do it. Ooh. Like, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to do this because this is like the enemy, I'm going to fight them. But then a priest would say, oh, should we talk to God about it first? <laughs> and he went, no, it's okay. And then he lost. Yeah. Um, wow. And I was like, sometimes I say yes to things without even asking God about mm. it. Um, so that's one. Uh, and two, uh, sometimes I feel like Moses. Was Moses the one who like felt like he couldn't talk? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He stuttered. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> right now. <laughs> I feel like... Um, I don't have or like growing up it was really hard for me to express my opinions mm -hmm. or like my thoughts and so I also have like a little bit of a stutter sometimes and so I would say that um that's number two and number three I feel like as a nurse this is an essential skill that you need <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm relying on God every day for it but like critical thinking oh critical uh, thinking <laughs> I feel like I'm not a good critical thinker I feel like I hear things and it just sticks in my head and I just remember to do it. I think that's how I just got through mm -hmm. all of life, like got through nursing school and all of that. I can memorize things pretty well, but like putting it all together, mm -hmm. um, it's kind of difficult. So yeah, there's that. It is hard though, like mm -hmm. especially with nursing. But at the same time, I think like obviously, hey, you made it through and you're a nurse now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, you maybe struggle with it, but I think like you've... You didn't allow it to stop you. Yeah. That's for sure. And it comes with experience, too. And, like, one of your top qualities mm -hmm. is getting out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So, in order to gain critical thinking, you you got to get out of your comfort zone in nursing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we got to try different things mm -hmm. that aren't by book. But that is nursing. Nursing is not, like, mm -hmm. school at all. Um, so, yeah, it just comes with experience. I'm still learning. I <laughs> learn every day. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're all, we're all in different like stages of our career <laughs> that is kind of true yeah, yeah. but kind of like the same struggles which we get to talk mm -hmm. about later okay so our second question for you um what is the best and then the worst thing you love about being a nurse i think the best thing i love about being a nurse i notice a lot more on night shift is that I get to just talk with my patients. Mm, like, yeah. I feel like 2 a.m. is like when my patients like most interesting thoughts come out. Yeah. Because they're like, they can't sleep. They just hear beeping. And then they just want to like, <laughs> they just want to talk. And uh -huh. so I, I remember the first time I ever like talked, talked to a patient like about life was at like 3 a.m. And we were, he was like an amputee and he was like just mm -hmm. sad. Like there was no, he was had no family around. And we just talked about like life and death mm -hmm. um, and uh like 
I think we also talked about like heaven and all that. Yeah. And then another time I got to pray with a patient. And I just wow. like, I love those parts of the job. Wow, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the part, the worst part I don't like about being a nurse, mm-hmm. it's just like <laughs> the nursing part of it. <laughs> thinking the task um well i love doing tasks i feel so proud of myself sometimes i'll just like be like in like getting like have a vial and i'll just be i'm trying to motion it with my hand yeah <laughs> i just gonna be getting a drug out of vial i'm like wow look at me <laughs> but like the no bubbles <laughs> like just flicking the syringe <laughs> giant needle um but I think it's just a task um, mm. of like transporting patients and like being all over the place, especially mm-hmm. with the A shift. I can't, I can't. Um, and so, uh, and also all the charting. Mm-hmm. I'm just in like, yeah. I'm just trying for two hours. And I was like, let me just, my patient just just wants some water. <laughs> Can you get it? I'm trying. He's like, water, water. <laughs> oh man. Aww. That's awesome. That. Yeah, like that's awesome that you're able to talk to your patients. I think like, yeah, night shift is not always ideal, but there's some good perks to being in night shift. Mm-hmm. I think, like, you get that opportunity to talk to them. Because, like, I know I'm I'm day shift and Kaylee's day shift. I know for me, like, I don't get the chance to always talk to my patients. Now I work with babies. But, like, <laughs> but, like they talk. They, they, they go blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but, like, I don't get to take my time and just be with them. And that, that's, I yeah, that's mm-hmm. I'm glad that yeah. that's a good part of having that job. Yeah, I think that's my favorite part too. The days that I have the best days are like when I get to actually talk with my patients and even talk with their family members. Mm -hmm. And I think the worst thing about being a nurse is the opposite of that. When we're so busy Mm -hmm. with so many stupid things sometimes that we don't get to actually sit there and be present in our patients' lives, which Mm -hmm. is the important part. Okay, next question. What is the hardest thing you learned post-grad nursing school? <laughs> I feel like I'm still learning this every day. But, like, I think, Kaylee, you taught it to me. Oh, man. I, uh. <laughs> but it was um, leaving work at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, like, thinking about it. I was, like, and I am more than just a nurse. Yeah. Because I remember, like, growing up, you're, like, oh, I'm going to be a nurse. And then, like, you're, uh, you're, you get into college, and then you're, like, okay, I'm studying to be a nurse and then you're in nursing school and then you like you graduate nursing school and you take, take the NCLEX and you're like next thing you know you're a nurse and then <laughs> and then next thing you know you're just at work and you're like man I'm not good at this yet <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like learning to like leave work at work that it's okay to mm-hmm. be stupid sometimes um and yeah I think and also at the end of the day if your patients are okay and like you did the best you can mm-hmm. um think that's like that's all that matters because it was like my birthday and i was just like i couldn't leave work at work that one day mm, and i was just so sad and then like you told me that like you're more than just a nurse and mm-hmm. i'm like mm-hmm. i am yeah yeah i remember someone also asked me like oh what's your plan for this new year and i'm like i want to be a good nurse like no i mean that's a that's a good goal yeah. right <laughs> yeah. but like that shouldn't be my only goal yeah. mm-hmm. so i agree I think like you were before you were studying to be a nurse before you even thought about being a nurse like you you were Lois Grace Mm -hmm. that's that's who you are and before that (laughs) 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 but like you were 
were Lois Grace before that, and even more importantly, you're a child of God. Mm-hmm. I think like we've we've all talked about it. Like we all <laughs> we've all been on um, like we all graduated pretty young. Mm-hmm. Like I graduated when I was twenty. You were twenty one. And then you were 21, right? I think 21. Yeah, so we, like, yeah. We're, we were pretty early in graduating and everything. And, like, when we were, when we're in school for, like, with anything, whether it be healthcare or, like, school for architecture or school for teaching or school for this, like, a lot of times all we're focused is, like, okay, I want to be a nurse, I want to be a nurse, or mm-hmm. I want to be a teacher, I want to be a respiratory therapist. And, like, that's your whole focus for, like, the longest time that when you're finally that, yeah. you're, like, okay now that I'm a nurse who am I really Mm -hmm. and then you have to not look at yourself but look at Christ I Mm -hmm. think so like I don't for me I struggled with that after post-grad is like okay I wasn't my grades I wasn't the Mm -hmm. best student like I I'm not defined by like my grades or by how good I was or by Mm -hmm. how great of a therapist I am like I wasn't defined by that and like I'm like you said like I'm still learning it every single day Mm -hmm. and it's been two years since I've graduated so it's like you learn it every single day. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I feel like one thing I really had to learn is that, like, I love my patients, but, like, God also loves my patients. Mm-hmm. Like, he's looking out for them. Yeah. yeah. Like, when I feel yeah. like I mess up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Big, yeah. That's, and I think, like, it's so great because, like, this is a great question because it kind of leads to what our topic is for today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, there's so much it's hard to be in healthcare. It's hard to have to work and take care of patients and realize, okay, yes, I am physically taking care of them, Mm -hmm. but I, the ultimate healer, the ultimate doctor Mm -hmm. is Christ. Mm -hmm. And so, yep, true that. Oh man. All right. So now you got me and Mimi up on the hot seat. So what's your question for Uh, us? (laughs) My question is, when did you first fall in love with your job? Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> or like one moment when you like fell in love with your job. Okay, Mimi. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> um, I can say it when I was in like school, but in my job, um, I had this one patient. He was a lung transplant, and I, after his lungs, I like um, I was a person who took out the tube for him and everything, and I ended up building a really good relationship with this patient. And I remember one day walking to his, his like room. I even learned Spanish for this patient because I I loved him so much. (laughs) Like he was, I just, he was in the hospital for so long. He never, cause the lungs that he got just didn't sit, sit well with him. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember one day I was walking to his room and his whole face lit up and I was like, it made me so happy to be there. And, um, I remember he like, he was trach, so he can't, he couldn't speak, Mm -hmm. but, um, he, he asked for the PCA, who also was one of his good friends in mm-hmm. the hospital. He asked her if he could get his phone so he can take a picture with us. Aww. And um, so he, like, I remember <laughs> being like, "Oh my gosh! Like, am I allowed? Is this HIPAA violation?" Yeah. I was so scared, <laughs> but the PCA, she was like, "No, it's fine." And like, we took a picture together, and I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> but um, I loved this patient, and uh, he ended up passing away. Um, and I had the opportunity, like, even though it's sad, but I was the one who withdrew care on him. Um, but I loved him in that moment. Like it made me, even though people thought it was crazy for learning Spanish or singing like happy birthday on his birthday in Spanish, like Mm -hmm. to me, like that smile that 
he had made my day. Mm. It made me love what I did because like some of these patients are there for months, especially mm-hmm. with COVID. Like some of them are there for months and with COVID happening, a lot of the patients didn't get to have their family members by their side. So us as healthcare people or people who are working in the hospital, like we end up being kind of their family. Um, and how, like, we were the ones who, even if they were difficult to work with, we were the ones who could show them love when mm-hmm. their family couldn't be there. So, yeah, I loved my, like, that was the moment I was like, man, I love this job. <laughs> but, yeah. Thanks for sharing. Thanks, Thanks for, for letting sharing. me share. You're such a good RT. I know. <laughs> Remember, like, when I walked in and, like, we were in a patient's room together and just, like, seeing the way you interacted with the patient. So, I was Aww. like, oh, she really cares. And, like, it's evident mm-hmm. when, like, whenever they talk to you. I can honestly say that's God because, <laughs> and we'll talk about it later, but some days are hard. Mm-hmm. It really is hard. Yeah. How about you, Kaylee? Oh man. <laughs> that was so beautiful. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure like the day I fell in love with my job is kind of like a similar situation. Um, I had a patient and I had him like previous months before thing about like our unit is we get to know our patients mm-hmm. um, because they're chronically back in. Um, and so I've had him like many, many times and, um, he had just made the decision the day before to go on hospice care and, um, withdraw the, um, medication that was essentially keeping his heart pumping. Um, and so it was the next day and all the meetings and everything was done and like life was hitting him. Mm -hmm. Um, and they had given him about a month and everything was getting set up for him to go home and um god gave me just a restful day i was able to sit in his room and just talk with him and he was able to tell me that he was really scared and that he was scared about going home and having his family watch him just start to deteriorate um and i fell in love with my job because i realized you know i'm not gonna have the words to say i didn't know what to say in that moment but i just was honored to just be in the presence of this guy Mm -hmm. and just listen to him um and then have the opportunity to pray with him um and that's kind of when I fell in love with my job and then just going even further I was able to kind of get stuff set up and advocate for him a little bit and then I had him the next week and was able to get him home and I don't know it was like it was a hard moment but it made me happy to be a nurse because when everybody walks out of the room it's just you and your patient Mm -hmm. um and you're really on top to advocate for them and to love on them and yeah yeah i think that's yeah thanks for for letting me share (laughs) man with healthcare, i feel like all the people who are in healthcare or um work in the hospital even like like my sister's a teacher and so she she takes care of students all the time and with any job I think we're always going to have hard moments like Mm -hmm. there's always going to be and sometimes you have more hard moments than you do have good (laughs) um and sometimes it sucks but I think like always having to remember okay why did I choose this job Mm -hmm. and remembering the moments that are special and Mm -hmm. whether that be just a smile from a patient or a smile from a child Mm -hmm. or just um like feeling accomplished of advocating for your patients Mm -hmm. I remember like in school I was so scared to talk to doctors (laughs) like I was so afraid of them because like obviously they have they're smart people and sometimes they're kind of (laughs) mean but um I would remember like just being so scared but at the end of the day we're not 
advocating for ourselves we're not advocating for the doctors we're not Mm -hmm. advocating for like business people who run the hospital or whatever we're advocating for the patient Mm -hmm. and that's what matters the most so yeah Yeah. man that's a good question moist grace made me remember why i became an rt (laughs) because some days i forget very very easily but yeah so as you can tell a lot of this episode is going to be about healthcare and how to take care of people um lois grace i as i was asking like our our friends about like what topics do they have in mind lois grace brought up this one topic about how do we take care of how learning to take care of others while learning how to take care of yourself at the same time um and I was like, whoa, that's a good topic right there. Because I remember seeing it on TikTok on... I love TikTok. But anyways, I remember seeing on TikTok of this girl who's a nurse. And she was just saying how, like, how do people expect us to take care of our patients when we don't know how to take care of ourselves? And that's a very big topic. And honestly, it just doesn't pertain to people who are in healthcare, But it just pertains to everybody who is taking care of another person. Mm-hmm. And that could be whether you're taking care of your mom or you're taking care of your siblings or um, you're just loving on your friends. Like, how do you take, how do you love on people well when you're still learning how to love the way God has called you to love, if that makes any sense. So that was how kind of we went into this topic and why we chose to talk about it today. We're going to talk about it more in healthcare, like healthcare perspective just because we're all like I'm a respiratory therapist Lois Grace is a nurse and Kaylee's a nurse and so we're going to talk about it in that kind of perspective but it does pertain to other people um so we are all in our early 20s working in the hospital and we have been finding it really hard to take care of our patients when our when us ourselves are trying to navigate navigate life at such an early age so we want to discuss this topic with all of you who may be struggling with the same situation so our first question is what is a typical day at work and what does your day look like when you have a day off okay it depends because so i'm a night shift nurse um <laughs> and it's different if i am like working the night before if i'm going um whoa if i'm working the <laughs> night before or if i'm um just starting off um but my typical day at working starts at 4.45. <laughs> I wake up 4.45 p.m. for work. Um, wow. And I will get ready. I will. I have 15 minutes to stay in my bed. And then I have 15 <laughs> minutes um, to eat. And so by 5.15, I'm like chilling, eating. Um, and 5.35 is when I start getting ready. <laughs> I have my alarms all set up, okay? Same. I have, I have this lamp that, like, you can tell of it when to, like, slowly start turning on. Oh. And so that's how I know if it's time for me to get, uh, get up or not. So that's it starts, cool. It starts turning on at, like, 4.30. Anyways. So <laughs> I leave for work at 5.50 slash 6. Get to work <laughs> at, like, 5.20. Then I have a little moment to myself in the car. I feel like everyone does that because you just mm-hmm. see like so many cars. Everybody's just sitting with their head yes. on the steering wheel, like, yes. "Why today?" Sometimes I take some Tylenol <laughs> while I'm in the car. Um, and then I think I always listen to worship music on the way to mm-hmm. work. If if I am listening to music, if I'm not, sometimes I just drive in silence. Yeah. Um, 
I've been doing that a lot lately and just getting my mind ready. And then on the way to work, well, I pray in the car, then I go walk, and I'm just like hyping myself up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, okay, it's gonna be an okay day. And I go into my unit and I see, look at the board and I'm like, and I determine how my day is gonna be. <laughs> that moment. I'm like, who am I, how many patients am I getting? Am I getting four or three? Um, like, how many, like, are, do I have stick all of them for blood? Like, what's what's going on? Um, and so that's how I start my my day at work. I some people drink coffee once they get to work. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do that. Um, I got off coffee, which is a good thing. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got on coffee. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I for the first hour, the thing I love about night shift is that you have like at least an hour before the nine o'clock meds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do a lot of planning then, whereas day shift, I know you like, <laughs> as soon as you walk in, you're going. <laughs> you jump right in. <laughs> and so I planned, um, and yeah, I just hope that the day goes according to plan. Sometimes it does not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What about your yeah. days off? Yeah. Days off. If I'm coming home from work and I'm not working that night, I go home and I sleep. <laughs> I I try to sleep up until like three but always end up like sleeping till five until like my sleep schedule is just messed up Mm -hmm. um but if i have two days off the second day i what do i do i don't i feel like i don't have a lot of time for rest so i try Mm -hmm. to do like i know y'all did a podcast on like rest (laughs) and so i try to give myself a sabbath Mm -hmm. um at least and because i know it's so hard working at work Mm -hmm. um and you just you just feel like physically tired emotionally tired spiritually tired mm. and i just know i need i need that pick me up so mm. um i there's always like tv shows i want to watch but i always push it off until my the day after my sabbath mm-hmm. and so that's good yeah mm-hmm. i like that yeah i literally love how i'm day shift but like we have the same routine just like <laughs> Mine's in the morning time and yours is at night. Yeah, yours is 4.45 a.m. Yeah, I wake up at 4.45 a.m. I don't get out of bed till 5.15. I have five minutes to get dressed and then like 10 minutes to eat breakfast. And then majority of my time is just driving to work and then sitting in the car there. I feel like everybody sits in their car and is just like contemplating their job decision. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and then getting there. Again, it's just funny. Like we are two different day times but same thing go to the board and determine how your day is gonna be Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and then just like for my day like our busiest time is in the morning time obviously like you said you just jump right in um and then I usually am running until about 3 p.m is when man I'm tired Mm -hmm. I don't know if 3 a.m is you're like you're just tired Mm -hmm. Um, if y'all don't know, we have 12 hour days. Um, so that's kind of how we work. And then usually about 3 PM, I try and like, if I have time, go in the bathroom for just like two minutes, listen to my song of the week. Cause I always have kind of like a song oh, of the good. week. Yeah. Um, y'all actually gave me this idea in our small group when we started doing worship for our small group. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to do a song of the week. Um, and that's really helped me get through my day. Mm-hmm. Um, when I can rest, it's just listening to that song of the week. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the same thing as you. <laughs> just like a busy day, and then you get like 6.30 at night, and you're walking into us, and I'm like, here you go. Yeah, Here's funny. what I did not get done today, and mm-hmm. you you can get it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and then my days off, same thing. Um, if y'all didn't listen, we have a podcast, our first one on rest, or our second one, so I can lock out. Um, <laughs> there's only two. Um, but yeah, just taking that Sabbath, understanding it's really important for us to refresh, rejuvenate um, physically, mentally, and spiritually in our lives. Um, and then the same thing you said that I told you, like, um, and Mimi's told me and I was able to tell you, like, you, you leave work at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, um, they're pretty good in the hospital at uh, making that known. Like, when you go home, they want you to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just is, like, not looking at my email. I wait till, like, I go into work to look at that. Um, and just actually resting well out of work. Mm-hmm. On my days off. Yeah, that's that's me. Thanks for sharing. Thanks, Thanks for, for sharing. sharing. Um, <laughs> I love how you both <laughs> had like something where you it, like kind of you're like go to God during your shift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> <laughs> the <That's>, truth. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't do that. But um, so let me just start how my day goes. <laughs> On a day I work, I wake up at 4:30. Okay. Um sometimes lately i've been waking up at- you have it out written down <laughs> the times i'm sorry guys. <laughs> because you have to know why i written wrote it down it's because i have alarms set for each thing my okay. too <laughs> i am not like i'm not a planner but when it comes to my mornings mm-hmm. i have to have it this way or i freak out so this is right. when i was still at my old job mm-hmm. and i kind of like implemented it to my new one um, so I wake up at 4.30. This is typically, unless I'm really tired, I wake up at 5. But 4.30. And then I do my quiet time from 4.30 to 5. Um, but I'm going to be honest. I haven't been doing it. Um, and then at 5 to 5.20, I get ready. So that's me either fixing my hair or putting on my makeup or whatever for the day. Um, and then at 5.20 to 5.30, I let my dogs out. So that's my span of letting me let my dogs out. And then from 5.30 to 5.50, I get my lunch ready. I get my breakfast. I eat my breakfast while I sit down and I watch. So that's what I do for those 20 minutes left of my morning. And then by 5.50, I have to be out the door. So 5.50, I'm like... Not 5.51. No. 5.50. Exactly. 5.50. <laughs> Um, I'm out the door and not 5:49. No, no, no. <laughs> 5:50. So, like 5:50, I'm out in the door in my car already, and like that's. Sorry, guys. We had to pause in the middle of the recording. <laughs> my car just shut off randomly. Um, well, where was I? Yes, 5:50. I leave. <laughs> So I'm already in my car and then it takes me about like 20 minutes to get to work. And in those 20 minutes, this is where like I either listen to worship music or I'll talk to God. Um, There have been like a lot of moments before work where my Jesus moments are in my car. I always Mm -hmm. tell people like find your Jesus moment. Like what is that place for you? Usually it's my car. This Mm -hmm. is where I cry. This Mm -hmm. is where I shout. This is where I scream. This is where I praise God. Like my car is like my my safety place. (laughs) And so, um, I've had a lot of moments. I know it's not safe to cry and drive, okay? I understand that. But it's just like a few tears. <laughs> it's just a little tear. I can crying still see. like this. 
like, the tears are steadily falling. <laughs> your eyes are open. You're like, God, please just protect me at this moment. But um, this is where, like, I usually prepare myself mm-hmm. for my day. Um, if I need to give myself a pep talk, it's in my car. So it's, like, during my, like, drive. And then by 6.35 is when I clock in at work. Mm-hmm. So, like they said, we work 12-hour shifts. So I work from, like, at my new job, it's from 6.35 to... 6.55, We can't clock in until 6.38. Yeah, it's a little different over where I'm at now. You get three more minutes than us. I'm, yeah, oh, but... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but at my old job, it was from 6.38 to oh. whenever you just get out. And so that was typically sometimes mm-hmm. 7.20, 7.30 mm-hmm. for me. Um, so my days kind of look a little different because I'm a, a respiratory therapist. So I have more than three to four patients. I'll have typically depending six to ten depending how busy the day is depending how busy the assignment is it'll kind of range so um i remember at my old my new job now they're a lot like my workload is a lot less it's just more tedious so i do always i you typically have time for lunch and like i like i just have more time now but at my other job um like my days were my I do my rounds I have three rounds it's from 8 12 and 4 those are my round times mm-hmm. and sometimes with that came like transports and everything and so typically my day depending on how busy it is I'll have like either withdrawal of care or I have now I have crying babies all the time um oh, the I have do- <laughs> I have doctors yelling at me or Ooh. doctors laughing with me <laughs> um and then Sometimes, like, I know at my old job, I skipped lunch a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then several <clears throat> tears shed during a shift sometimes. Um, we always joke about it, me and Lois Grace. She'll said, she sent me this TikTok of this guy, <laughs> like, going into our little supply room just crying. Because, like, that's, like, our supply room or the bathroom is, oh. like, where we have, like, our, our breakdowns if we're having a rough day. But that's typically how my day is. And then I'm home by 8 o'clock. And then if I work the next day, I'm in bed by 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but some days differ just because, like, we'll have the collective or we'll have small groups after work. And so typically it just kind of varies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on my days off, this is where I, like, sleep, catch up on work, do the gym, like, stuff like that. That's how I, like, I mean, people always say, oh, you only work 12-hour shifts three times a week. Like, that's so easy. <laughs> And it has its pros and cons, but it's not, like, 100% always the best because mm-hmm. on your days off, you just catch up with everything that you miss. So, mm-hmm. as you can tell, we, our days are just packed. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, and we're we're all in different stages of our career. Like, mm-hmm. Louis Grace just got off orientation. Kaylee has been there for about a year. You've reached your year. And then I just, I've been a therapist for about a year and a half, almost two years. Mm-hmm. And so... As you can tell, like, even in every different stage of our career, we still have super, super busy days. And so with that, I, I have my next question. Okay. <sighs> Thoughts during the day when you're, when you're working? Nose goes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, need to do, what are my thoughts? Um... 
sometimes it's hard like in the morning time i'm sure you can relate to this lois is like when you're getting a report you're basically getting a list of everything you need to get done and everything that is wrong and mm-hmm. everything that needs to be made right and then everything that could go totally south so it's so hard to like not get overwhelmed mm-hmm. um and so my thought during the that morning time is okay one step at a time yeah mm-hmm. i'm pretty big on saying that with all you guys one step at a time um and so that's kind of how i task out everything is by the hour um and just reminding myself okay what am i doing now and then honestly just what i had to learn um and you already said it lois is like as long as i left the day doing my best Mm -hmm. um some days it's impossible to do everything and some days it really feels like you didn't give the best care you could Mm -hmm. but i know as long as i did my best Mm -hmm. um throughout the day I can leave it at that and I can rest in that and knowing that God I truly believe God covers me and my patients in his safety and protection um but there is one verse that does go through my head all throughout the day when I'm getting frustrated when I'm feeling physically and mentally exhausted um it's Ecclesiastes 9 10 and it says whatever your hands find to do do it with all your might Mm. And so whenever I am getting overwhelmed or I physically feel like I can't do it, I literally say, okay, what, look at my hands. What am I doing right now? And I'm going to do it with all my might because mm-hmm. God has given me yeah. this opportunity to be a nurse and I'm going to take it. I'm going to run for it and I'm going to leave the day knowing that I, I did it as hard as I could. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of my thoughts some, t- some days. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mimi? Dang it. <laughs> um, my thoughts during the day, <laughs> they're not always, like, positive. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I get, like, anxious really easily, especially now with my new job. It's just, like, feeling not good enough. I think a lot of my days, like, I'll, like, walk down the halls and be like, oh, man, like, I'm not like other therapists. Oh, man, I'm not like super good at my job oh man like I didn't take care of this patient or like I remember there was one day I just I was it was like literally my second or third day on the job here at my new one and I messed up not like a huge mess up but Mm -hmm. I just I just kind of like just like I felt like I didn't know what I was doing and I beat myself up for the rest of the day and so a lot of the times I will like my thoughts are kind of negative but if I'm see I'm like in that rut I just remind myself like you're not in control God is Mm -hmm. like you are not like you're gonna mess up we're human I think like Mm -hmm. a lot of the times people will say oh you're a nurse you're smart or you're a therapist you're smart like you have to know everything you have to do everything right but at the end of the day we're humans we're humans taking care of other humans Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and this is like with parents like parents we have to remember like our parents are mm-hmm. human and they're just taking care of their kids as best as they can. And mm-hmm. so I have to remind myself that I'm never going to be enough, but I am enough because God is mm-hmm. enough. I think that was like something I've had to learn and something that I'm, I'm learning is that I'm enough because God is enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm enough to my patients because God is enough. Um, and I'm not the one who like, he's the one who's taking care of me and, like my mom would always tell me Mimi like God has you and he will protect you because you chose to obey him so Mm -hmm. that's like for me when I came into this job I was like 
oh my gosh, like, what if I mess up with the babies? Like, what if I do this and that? And like, I just felt stupid. And my mom was like, Mimi, like God's going to honor you because you Mm -hmm. obeyed him. Mm -hmm. And so whether that be like a nurse who like God's going to honor you because you obeyed him and followed him where he called you to go. Mm. So I'm just, I have to always remember my, to remind myself that God is enough and he's going to mm-hmm. help me with every single one of my patients. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Thanks for letting me share. Louis Grace. <laughs> I was like listening to y'all. I was like, you know what I think? I think my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be charting. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes. Is that, cool? <laughs> that ergonomics. <laughs> really? I didn't even know what that word meant until like yeah. you start getting back pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, okay, yeah. First thing I wrote, wow, my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Two, like, this, I feel like lately I've been trying to learn. I'm trying to rem- remember and recognize God's presence. Yeah. Like, God is there. Well, like, I'm sitting down at the chart. He's there in my um, when I'm in my patient's room when I'm getting supplies and just like walking like as if I know that God's like walking right next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the we talked about it like the the beginning of the day is like sometimes like very stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, like how you said you're like listening to report and you're like oh my gosh i have a heparin drip <laughs> ptt every six yeah you they're, mix. they're on therapeutic <laughs> like i was like and there just so much stuff is like i need to do this 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 and then i always remember that like god took me through like took me through mm-hmm. this before like i yeah. had worse days before like i know that with all this task i still get through the day mm-hmm. like it's so easy to be stressed for the first like four hours a day and I realized, like, oh, no, it will slow down. It will be okay. And if it doesn't slow down, it's okay. I'll be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> In a couple of days, I'll be good. Yeah. Um, and so just knowing that this, like, I won't say it's suffering, but this mm-hmm. stress will last forever. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I remember, like, my hardest days, like, again, I'm blessed with the job I have now. Mm-hmm. So it's not as bad now. But when I was at Herman, like... <laughs> Sorry, I can't cut this out. But like when I was at my old job, you don't know what location it was. But when I was at my old job, when I was at my old job, I like our days, like they packed a lot that you have to do. There's just a lot, and we were like you just were constantly on your feet, whether you're a therapist mm-hmm. or whether you were a nurse or doctor or PT or something like. We're just constantly on your feet and there'll be moments where i'm like oh my gosh like what am i gonna do like i remember crying this one day mm-hmm. because like everything bad that could happen happened mm. yeah. and but like you said you have to remember that you get to go home at the yeah. end of this yeah mm-hmm. like that that blows my mind it's like we get to go home at the end of this so just do the best that you can for your mm-hmm. patients and so that kind of leads us to our next question is like how do you love your patients well when you yourself are having a bad day? Mm-hmm. Wants to go first. Me, me. It's your turn to go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think like just remembering like putting myself aside. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about me. When I when I signed up to be a therapist, it wasn't for myself. Like I have to remember, I'm there for my patients. I'm not there for myself. Yes, like we're getting paid and yes all of this but at the end of the day like like I said at the beginning of this podcast like you advocate for your patients mm-hmm. and my days might suck <laughs> at home or at 
like with my relationships with other people like it might be terrible and terrible and I my family might be going something super bad Mm -hmm. but I have to leave that at home just as I have to leave work at work Mm -hmm. um and just remembering like I get to get the I get to go home at the end of the shift like Mm -hmm. these patients don't and so keeping that as your perspective like you love on them a lot more Mm -hmm. um they're even if like man (laughs) I had had some mean patients. I've had a patient punch me almost because I was trying to suction his, his, I was trying to suction him and he almost punched me. I've had patients yell at me. I've had doctors yell at me, but at the end of the day, you get to go home. Mm -hmm. Um, so just like learning to put yourself aside and loving your patients the best that you can. Mm -hmm. And, um, something that also helped me is remember like taking care of my patients as if they were back then like I worked with adults so as if they were like my grandpa or grandma Mm -hmm. so loving them to the best of my ability just as Christ has loved me Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah I love that um because when I was thinking about this question um I really couldn't think of anything of answering that but that's so true like love knowing that Christ loves us mm-hmm. for me it's like how do you love your patients well well because that's what Christ has done for yeah. us yeah. that's the example he set when he knelt down and washed his disciples feet yeah. mm-hmm. and he even um washed Judas's feet and I think for me how do I do that it's because I'm called to serve mm-hmm. um I'm yeah. called to serve because Jesus came down to serve us um And so I know in like talking about that, y'all reminded me of something I said and I totally forgot about it. But um, just going back to like James 2, where it talks about like, you know, you're called to put your faith into action. And it's like somebody comes up to you and they're hungry and they're poor. And then you just say, okay, go be in peace. Like, what good Mm. is that? What good is that? I'm called to serve. Mm -hmm. And so in doing that as a nurse, for anybody in life, It can look like giving your money, giving time. But one thing y'all reminded me of that I said, it can also be giving your health. Mm -hmm. Um, And so as a nurse and looking at my patients, again, what you said, setting yourself aside, realizing these patients are going through a lot. Um, When they're lashing out, it might be because they're in pain and you just have to be patient um, with that and understand you're meant to be less of Mm -hmm. you and shine Mm -hmm. Jesus's light in that way and giving whatever opportunity he's given you to serve others. Um, and it's hard, not going to lie. It's so hard. Um, sometimes I just got to walk out of the room because same thing as Mimi, I've had those days, uh, physically gotten hurt, physically, mentally gotten hurt. Um, and it's hard, but definitely Jesus teaches us to love even mm-hmm. those that um, are can be our enemies can uh, be hard to love. Yeah. 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 Thanks for sure. Yeah. What about you, Lois? I think for me, because I had like a patient last night, and she was like <laughs> being a little bit too sassy. <laughs> um, um, but I was just like in her room, and I was like getting like not really fed up, but I just like took a deep breath, <laughs> and I just remember like what I just remember God saying like, just love, mm-hmm. like. I don't have to love them if they don't love me. Like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> but like, oh, even if they don't love me um, back, I can still love them. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. 
it's it's hard um especially if like at night if you're just waking them up all day or all night getting trying to get blood trying to do like all these things when yeah. you just want to sleep um and just like being just being kind and like you, you don't really know what they're going through yeah. and i said that earlier mm-hmm. keely um but they're going through like so much and just like being patient with them and just knowing mm-hmm. that like if we were in that if we were in that situation like it's just putting ourselves in their shoes mm-hmm. and trying to give them as much like like comfort as possible yeah yeah there's something else but i forgot i guess god didn't want me to yeah. say it <laughs> but what you said is right yeah mm-hmm. ma'am i think like we've all kind of just shared like the best things about our job and the worst things and like what has helped us to be to love our patients even when it's hard Mm -hmm. um we've all kind of shared that during this time but i think like kind of going back to what this whole podcast is is like how podcast episode is about is like how do we take care of our person patients when it's sometimes hard to take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. so with that being said is there like a tip that you guys can give like the people who are listening on what has helped you and doing that can i can you repeat the question (laughs) (laughs) um i use it in a sentence (laughs) i think like how can what is a tip that you can give the people who are listening um how you how you're able to take care of your patients when sometimes it's hard to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oof um (laughs) I don't know again if this makes like any sense at all but I just like was reminded of it um when Butch came and talked to us one day on the Sunday yeah and he talked about um this king Jabez and it just like came to my head and it's something that I think about each and every day and like he prayed that God would like expand his territory and um not like harm anybody and that he would just you know bless him Mm -hmm. and so I mean my best advice I guess to say like to healthcare workers out there and serving people like we have to first like we have to know who God is in our life and we Mm -hmm. have to go to him um and then I don't know this has really helped me and I don't know if it makes any like any sense at all I love to learn and this life is a lesson and so it's just like not being so hard on yourself god wants us to go to him he wants to expand our territory on how we're learning as nurses how we're learning as being a sister as being a teacher whatever you're doing in life um and we just have to not be so hard on ourselves i guess Mm -hmm. to say um and balancing whatever it is in life so I don't know if that makes any sense. I just was like totally reminded of it. And I remember him saying like, what's the rooster crowing in your head? Mm-hmm. I know sometimes we can leave work and like a rooster could be crowing of like, um, you did this wrong today. Oh, what if, what if mm-hmm. this, you forgot to say this in report and stuff like that. But <laughs> all the time, all the time, but it's not letting that rooster get so loud that you're not hearing what God is saying. Yeah. Um, that he actually, yes, you didn't, um, put that in report, but you'll remember it for next time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that made any sense. It did. I just was reminded of it. Yeah, it yeah. did. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for sharing. LG. <laughs> Good question. 
remember the question. It, it basically, like, what is a tip you can give people yeah. for just okay. this topic in general? I think it's like what we've been saying all, like, what you said, what we've been, we've been saying all days, like, or all podcasts is just leaving work at work. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. And like, it's a, it's, it's hard. Um, but it's something like you, we, we learn over time. Um, so like let's say a functional tip functional uh, yeah uh deep breaths ever yeah. um <laughs> ever <laughs> kaylee she gave me from on my birthday she gave me like a giant uh bubble thing <laughs> what was it bubbles. bubbles i gave her like a nurse's pack to like their birthday <laughs> and she it's, it just said like take deep breaths and just like with every breath just keep giving it to god yeah like i know um like giving every giving him like every thought every yeah. stress and just <laughs> and then like not holding on to what we can't hold mm-hmm. on anymore yeah. yeah and i think it's too like he is our breath of yeah. life so mm-hmm. it's also inhaling him yeah mm-hmm. letting out the day inhaling him does that make sense yeah. yeah i love how you said that because that was like my tip is like and it's just yes leaving you guys this is so weird god how god works is like you guys said it in all of your your tips is like leaving work at work Mm -hmm. but on your days off making the best of it Mm -hmm. um like I remember when I first started after school like I just moved out me and my sister moved out to our apartment and I just was like feeling so overwhelmed because all like I remember I was in therapy at that time and my therapist was saying like I can tell that all you do is sleep and work sleep work sleep work dang he's and just like <laughs> she called me out yeah. <laughs> she's like that's all you're doing and like on my days off yes i'm sleeping that's rest and this come goes back to like what we talked in our last podcast is like rest but on your days off um whether that if you work a nine to five five days a week on your weekends or whatever like on your days off making the most of it so going to community mm-hmm. i can't tell you enough how much community has helped me I literally, there was one day, it was the hardest, it was one of my hardest days, it was the day, like, I broke down because, like, everything that bad happened, happened. Mm -hmm. We ended up having to open up a patient's chest at bedside, Mm -hmm. and a doctor yelled at me, and all of this stuff happened, and I remember not even being able to sit down that whole day, and I went to, I didn't even want to go to the collective at that time, but I went to the collective, and, which is our Tuesday night service at church, and Come I just <laughs> yeah if you're in the Sugarland area go to it man <laughs> but it was I came to church and I was just exhausted and all all that Kaylee did was put her hand on my shoulder and I started bawling because I was exhausted but I had my community there to listen to me and to cry with me um and so on my days off is leaving work at work you can't change what it has already done you can't change like the situation but what you can do is prepare yourself for the next day mm-hmm. so have mm-hmm. community at your your side um do something you love mm-hmm. i think like a lot of the times like after postgrad i was so like ready to take care of people so this this and this that i forgot to even do the things that i loved whether mm-hmm. that was singing i stopped singing mm-hmm. i stopped crafting i stopped doing all this stuff after i started working because like I felt just so defeated by work, mm. but um, I'm getting back to a routine of doing things I love, starting a podcast. If God has called you to start a podcast, do it. Like, yeah. do the things that you love and you're passionate about. And then 
last thing is like filling your mind with truth Mm -hmm. obviously at work you can do this but sometimes you know you're so on the go that you're not able to so Mm -hmm. on your days of that you're off or your days of rest fill your mind with truth and Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna say what i say to myself is i am enough because he is enough Mm -hmm. um because at the end of the day like i know this kind of goes contrary to like what people say nowadays but we're not enough mm-hmm. at the end of the day like we're just empty like sometimes if we don't have christ you're just going to be filling like pouring out pouring out but if you're not filling yourself with christ mm-hmm. and allowing him to be enough you're just gonna you're never gonna fill another person's cup yeah. mm-hmm. um and so like with your patience if you're not filling yourself up with christ mm-hmm. and allowing him to be enough you're just gonna give half half filled yeah. jars if I that makes that. sense because he's our portion and yeah. our cup so i think like and this goes back to what we said last week it's just if you don't have christ mm-hmm. man get to know him yeah mm-hmm. because like we're able to do our jobs and love on our patients even when it's hard to do it because christ has loved us mm-hmm. and has given his everything to us and we've been able to experience his love so we're able to give that same love to others mm-hmm. um so I think like those are my big my three tips is just community, yeah. do something you love, mm-hmm. and filling your mind with truth and mm-hmm. of God's word. So can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like it's just man, get to know Christ. I think yeah. like like if you know someone who's talked about God with you, mm-hmm. go to them, ask them questions like mm-hmm. man, like you're able to do your job well when God is right behind you or God is with you walking mm-hmm. with you every single step of the way so yeah, yeah thank you for letting us share guys right. and listening to our podcast um Kaylee do you want to close us out all right guys thank you so much for listening just to another podcast um where we just got to share more about our lives as healthcare workers um and even if you're not a healthcare worker out there I hope and pray that God spoke to y'all in this time um, and just really showed you who Jesus is and that he's looking to have a relationship with you. Um, And it just takes you running to him. That's it. He says, knock and the door will be open. Um, Seek and you will find. So thanks again for listening. Next week, our girl Lily will be back. Um, (laughs) And we may or may not have another special guest on this show. Becca um (laughs) but yeah please listen and if you feel called please share this podcast um and yeah see y'all later bye